Do you, hey, do you guys cry in movies? I cried in that. I cry sometimes. I, I didn't cry, cry in that sometimes. one. I was so mad. I cry oh. more in airplanes, but... Oh, there's Me actually too. a study done about that. Yes, if you're yes. in the air, there's something with the chemicals that makes you cry Wait, more. Last That's time I you... cried in a movie was on an airplane. Yes. It's no, airplanes thing. make you cry. Whoa. Airplanes make you sad. I cry in movies and airplanes. Do you cry? I feel like you cry in movies. Do I you? cry when they take forever to bring the snacks out <laughs> on the movie. Or if you got, or if you on an airline because you're trying to, you bought, you bought, you flying on a budget. You know what I'm saying? And, you're, and like, you gotta pay like seventeen dollars for the peanuts. I'm like, hey, just keep it moving, bro. <laughs> And Sorry. that makes you cry. Yeah. Welcome to This Is Kingdom. This is Greg. This is Talon. This is TJ. This is Hollis. And this week, y'all, is going to be crazy. We're hitting the talk. I lost it, guys. I'm sorry. I wasn't Where ready to today. Go? I okay. okay, I, I don't it. even I know what it's go. called. It's Tithing, Opening the Windows of Heaven by other Neil L. Anderson. Let's go. Okay, I had never really thought of tithing that much my, the entirety of my life. Then what happened is this past year, I had a friend. And we would always have really deep conversations just kind of like about spirituality in general and commandments and all of these things. And something that continually got brought up was tithing. And it was like the first thing, that's how you know you're having a good conversation is when the conversation lasts for hours, but after the conversation, you can't stop thinking about it. Mm, that's you know? so true. And that's something we always would have those conversations. Like you would just walk away and then like the next week I'd be like, okay, I better figure this out. Like I actually want to think about this so that next time the conversation's better. You know, I've spent a lot of time thinking about tithing and commandments and obedience because I think they're all tied together. And I would study them and study them and study them. And what I started to realize is that I don't think tithing is about money. And I don't think that the word of wisdom is about coffee and alcohol. And I don't think, like, you fill in the blank with all of these different commandments. I actually think that tithing is about trust. And the word of wisdom is about trust. And I actually just genuinely believe that the commandments— are actually all about trust. Obedience is actually a lesson on trusting God. It's not a lesson about micromanaging. It's not a lesson about, let me task how many times like you forgot to pay your tithing this year. It's actually just a lesson about trusting God. God is going to ask us to do things that we do not understand, that do not make sense to us. Tithing could fall into that category. The word of wisdom could fall into that category. But the thing about it is it's actually all about learning to trust God to trust him more than you trust logic, to trust him more than you trust your thoughts. And as I like studied it and I unpacked it and I was like kind of building off this idea, I was reading in a book, it's by Donald Miller. And he starts talking about tithing and how he was really struggling financially and he was kind of living paycheck to paycheck and it wasn't going super well. And then he was talking, he I was talking to like the pastor of his church, he's Christian. And he was like, well, are you giving to the church? And he was like, no. He's like, I can't even eat. Like, I'm like, I can't give to anyone. Like, this is not going to work out. And he's like, yeah, we'll try it. And he like had this really tough relationship with tithing. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Like, that's not how this is going to work. And then he says this quote in the book and it says, the best part, he starts paying tithing and he starts like discovering this new relationship with God. And it's not about money for him. He says, the best part is what tithing has done for my relationship with God. Before I felt like I was going to God with my fingers crossed, the way a child feels around his father when he knows he has told terrible lies. God knew where I was. He didn't love me any different when I was holding out on him. It's just that I didn't feel clean around him, and you know how that can affect a relationship. 
And the thing is, is I think sometimes we think tithing is like, if we're not paying tithing, we always, or like, we're not like following commandments or we're not being obedient. We always want to say, yeah, but God still loves me. God still loves me. As if that's like, if that's like the entirety of the relationship. But no good relationship is you just like doing whatever you want and saying, yeah, but you still love me, right? That's not a relationship. That's rude. That's just simply not, like, that's not it. And I think that you discover something different in a relationship when you say, no, actually, I trust you on this one. And I can come to you feeling good about where we're at because I know that I'm doing everything I can to make this relationship work, to show you that I trust you. I love that so much. I kind of have a hot take. This is just my opinion. I'm so sorry. Okay. But sometimes we'll say, because it makes so much sense that like logically in our head with the church, we're like, man, the church don't need my $3. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. Like the church is chilling, man. And for good reason, right? He, he lists all the reasons and all the ways that the church is, is uh, blessing lives. Well, God is blessing lives through the church, through the tithing. And sometimes we'll say things like, I'm going to pay my tithing because God needs my help. I don't think God needs our help, man. He's God. I think God needs and wants us and our heart. And that's what he gets when we commit to doing things like paying tithing. We start to give him our heart. We start to give him our desires. We start to put our relationship with him above anything else, especially money, which we hold to so strong. And I think when we give tithing, it's not because God needs our help. It's because he needs us and we need him. I love that. What both of you just said reminded me of a conversation I had with my mom, actually, I don't know how many years ago. But she told me, it's like, hey, I didn't pay my tithing on time last month. And I got in this fender bender, and I'm pretty sure it's because of that. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. You're tying, you not paying this tithing to you getting a fender bender in the following month. And when she said that, I was like, wait, I actually think like that sometimes. If I don't hold my part of this tithing deal or anything else, something bad's going to happen to me. Because it's like, oh, if this doesn't happen, then God's not going to reward me. But then it got me thinking with the whole trust aspect that we're treating tithing and other things like a vending machine, right? And we've heard this before where we submit our tithing, we submit our money, then we get our Doritos in return. We get our blessing in return, right? <laughs> the blue Doritos, though. The, the Cool Ranch. I'm actually the cheesy nacho guy. Same. Thank you. I like Cool Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> but even with that, it's not about the transaction. And I love what TJ said. It's not about if we pay our tithing, God is going to reward us from an outward perspective. And sometimes it may seem like that. It was like on the mission too. It's like, this person ain't obedient and he's baptizing all these people. I don't think it's tied like that. God wants us to be happy at all times, but it's not about how our outsides or our circumstances are changing, but how our heart is changing, what's happening in the inside. Am I trusting him enough to do this because I know it will benefit me rather than I'm trusting him enough to do this because I know I'll get something in return. It's trusting him enough because I know my heart will be changed because of this and it'll make me a better disciple of Christ. Mm. I love how it changes your heart and it changes like, like it changes your love and your commitment. You know what I mean? Because we need both, but tithing is like a commitment thing are you all in? Like, are you going to send that money? Well, you know? and I think that's the thing that's so interesting to me. And that's why I'm obsessed with that quote is because God knows where you are. That's true. I just genuinely believe that about God. God actually knows where you are. 
And he doesn't love you less depending on where you are. That doesn't mean he's not going to meet you where you are. That's like, yeah, and you could live in a, like, you could live your relationship like that. But what if you're missing out on a deeper relationship? It is no fun, like, going to someone that you have just been like, I just don't even know how to describe this because I'm so passionate about it, but I just don't know if it's going to make sense when I say it, but I'm just going to try anyways. It's like, it is not fun to go into a relationship and, like, have a conversation with someone that you've just been, like, using their stuff all the time. Like if you have a roommate and you're just like borrowing all their clothes and you never have a real conversation with them, it's never fun to see that roommate because you're like, oh, that's so awkward. Like I've just been using all their stuff (laughs) all the time. Like you don't want to have a conversation with them. You don't enjoy being in their company because you feel bad. And it's not necessarily anything. It's just like where you feel. It's like what is happening inside your mind. And I think like sometimes we forget that like, wait, actually paying tithing means that when you have conversations with God, maybe you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, yeah, actually, I love this relationship with you. I love talking with you. I can feel good in your presence simply because I know I'm doing my best. I'm just trying. That's it. I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm trying to trust you. I'm trying to buy into this relationship. I'm trying to show you that I'm actually committed to you, you know? Mm. And I think what's cool about it is, yeah, a lot of times you might not initially understand like why he's asking you to do something and you purely do it because you trust him. And I think that's so good. And I think the cool thing is the more you do that, the more you're going to start seeing why. And the more you're going to be like, oh man, I see how this changes me and how this affects me. You feel me on that, TJ? Yeah, because there is a good why with tithing. But even if we didn't have that, still powerful. And it just reminded me of when I I was working at at this gym and there's like this really good trainer there that he was so smart. And there were some exercises that he'd have people do that. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, (laughs) why why are you having people do that? Right. And at first I'm like, like, that's just weird. But it's so interesting because the more time that I spent with him and I'm like, listen, I know that he's really good. I know that he's good at what he does. So I'm just going to do these things. The more that I do them, I start seeing the results of them. I'm like, whoa, this actually like makes me feel better. Like I, I like what's happening here. And I really did trust him. And sometimes I just did the exercises because I trusted him. But as I did that, I started to see the benefit of that specific exercise. And I think you see it in scripture. If you're unsure if this is true, you see it all the time in scripture. Like Peter could have looked at Jesus and been like, yeah, but can I just keep the fishing as a day job? Can we do this after 5 p.m.? Like, you know, like he's like, what if we just do both? Like, that's fine. Yeah, or he could have been like, hey, show me what's going to happen if I leave my nets. Like, show me yeah. how many right fish now. will yeah. I get for yeah. my yeah. yeah, like, is this actually going to be worth it? And instead he's like, no, actually, I'm going to show you that I'm in for this relationship. I'm okay with this. I'm going to show you that I will commit to you. Their relationship was better. And Peter didn't know the outcome. He didn't know the reward with quotations around it. He just said, yeah, actually, I want a relationship with you. That's what I want. I don't want you to give me a million dollars. I don't want you to do whatever. Peter actually just said, you seem like the type of person I want to spend every day with. That's worth it for me. Forget the day job. I'm in. Mm. I can't think of one good and incredible relationship that didn't require sacrifice. It's so true. And I feel like when you think of Heavenly Father sacrificing Christ to us, you think of the prophet sacrificing, whether it be time, attention, land, money, all of these things. You think of your relationships with others. They sacrifice so much. And when you think of things like tithing or the word of wisdom or these commandments that God gives us, the more we are able to sacrifice, whether it's our time or our money or our things in our life that we think are important, that's when we can reach that divine relationship because I cannot think of one divine relationship that didn't require a significant amount of sacrifice. 
And I think sacrifice increases trust more than anything else. Time for a Christmas song. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him. Born the King of Angels, oh come, let us adore Him. Oh come, let us adore Him. Oh come, let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. See you next week. <laughs>